Welcome to Unity Talks, where the hiring experts of Dallas-based recruiting firm Unity Search engage in lively discussion with successful business leaders to dissect their careers and how they got to where they are today, the obstacles overcome to reach their success, and steps they've taken to stay at the top of their respective fields. So listen in as we provide you with the thought-provoking conversation and ideas that keep industries moving forward. Welcome back to the Unity Talks podcast, and we have a little bit of a twist today, a little bit different than what we've typically done. See, usually we interview business leaders in DFW who are typically in accounting and finance professionals, and they are our clients. And so the twist we have today is we are actually interviewing our three business development managers at Unity Search who spend all day talking to those exact leaders. So welcome to the show, Rebecca, Marcy, and Mario. Thanks for being here. Excited. Yeah, absolutely. So this should be really good. Typically, as you know, if you've listened to this podcast before, you know, we we ask them questions on how they got to the position they're in. We ask them questions on giving advice to people who are growing in their career. How do they stay on top of their game? And so we are going to lean on Mario, Rebecca and Marcy in helping us understand what it's like working with those professionals and advice that they can give you on some of the conversations that they've had. So when we start off, we typically go through some type of background about, you know, Rebecca, tell us about your background and I kind of give you a little bit. I'm actually gonna get let Rebecca and Marcy and Mario give a little bit of their background by asking them this one question. And Rebecca, we're gonna start with you, okay? Okay. So how did you get to Unity? So I got to Unity straight out of college. SMU, fresh out of SMU. Um, And I didn't really know what I wanted to do um, after I graduated. I was a journalism major and I was like, I don't really, I don't know if I, not my cup of tea, really. But um, then I actually chatted with my mom. I I always ask her for advice on kind of what to do next. And she was actually a recruiter and she was like, why don't you go into recruiting? I think you'd be great because, you know, you want to help people and you get joy out of that. And so she was like, why don't you try it out? And so um, I tried it out and then just kind of worked, I guess. Yeah. Here we are. You've celebrated almost six years, six years in October. Yeah. It's been, it's been great. I know. Marcy, same question for you. How did you end up in that seat and working for Unity? (laughs) Well, um, I kind of had a different background, too. I actually taught third grade for four years, um, and I just wanted to change. I wanted to be able to grow. I knew I didn't want to be a principal or anything like that. So um, I just kind of thought I could use, you know, what I'm doing now to help other people. So I kind of looked around and, you know, talking to my friends and family, kind of like Rebecca said, and led me here and uh, really haven't looked back. It was a good decision for me and I'm very happy where I am. Awesome. Awesome. And last but not least, Mario. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, Once I graduated Angelo State, I had a chance to GA for the program there and help out with the football team, which was really cool. And I wanted to pursue that career in helping individuals. That's what I wanted to do. And I think 2016 was a pivotal time for me. And so I had to make a choice between coming back home or continue that route. And at the time, I wanted to look at different options. And I interviewed with you guys, felt like home. Five years later, still here. Yeah, that's great. For those that don't know, GA stands for Graduate Assistant. So Mario, after playing football at Angelo State University, 
became a graduate assistant, went on to get an advanced degree and coach at the same time. So great answers here. So one thing that y'all have all said is helping people. Y'all all like helping people. So tell us a little bit about how you get to help people in your role at Unity. Rebecca. So I, the way I get to help people is obviously um, helping them with work-life balance, finding them obviously a job um, and putting food on the table. Um, I have, it's the stories that like what people are going through, you like, you get to know them on a personal level. And so you're like, I really want to help this person so much. So that's kind of why I love working here and also you know just you're changing their life basically mm-hmm. that's what you're doing so yeah like, correct and, yeah. and you become you become a part of their story right. Right? right you talk to them and you share these moments and a lot of times you have this call 6 30 7 o'clock at night because some individuals can't talk when they're working right and you really start to dig into well this is the real reason why we need help the real reason I want to find a new opportunity or a new career altogether. So to Rebecca's point, you become a part of this individual's life and you fast forward the tape two, three years and you get that message from them like, hey, thank you so much for helping us here or doing that or doing this and it makes it worth it. So I don't, I, I don't know that I cut her off. I apologize. No, I just I thought it was know. a great point. Yeah. No. Well, give us an example. So what's an example? Something that stands out in your mind that's an experience that you will ever remember? Man, there was a, an individual and he had gotten to a point in his career where it was hard for him to really take that next step. And he was in a particular situation because he was comfortable. He wanted to grow, but he was never going to get the shot. And then something happened within the company that they had to let people go and he was affected. And so for him to find that opportunity, it took him a while. So we went through three, six, I think it was close to nine months um, before we found him an opportunity. And when we got him that role to this day, he calls me consistently. He's like, man, this is the best place I could have been at. Thank you for finding it for me. Thank you for being patient. Because when you, you have a search that long, you really see the different sides of people, right? Because if you can't find a job for six plus months, you start questioning whether it's something that is you or if it's the market. Like, what is it, right? You start, to, you start to really dig into this individual and vice versa, right? So once, he, once we got him the job there, it was, um, it was great. That's yeah. no other way to put it. Yeah. What about you, Rebecca? Is there anything that stands out? So there was one uh, scenario where, okay, so I was actually um, helping a, a candidate. He was unemployed. Um, he, I remember meeting with him, kind of learning more about what he wants in a position. And he basically broke down in tears and said that he just really wants to send his his child to college and to, he can't afford that, obviously, if he's, you know, jobless. So um, he really needed a job. And I was wondering why this person did not have a job because his background was so great. I was like baffled by it. So um, I made a plan, marketed his background, and then finally found him something. So 
Just yeah. Happy ending. Super fulfilling. <laughs> yes. So it's funny. So all three are business development managers and they've all talked about helping candidates. And there, there's the other side of helping clients. Marcy, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about, you know, helping on the client side and what that allows their clients to, to do in terms of spending time with family or finding work life. For sure. Um, I think that just, you know, giving your clients, you know, that, like you said, a work-life balance, maybe they're drowning in work because they have, you know, people are gone, they don't have enough help, and you're bringing somebody in to them that fits their needs exactly, and that they can, you know, go back to what they like doing, or they can, you know, uh, you know, be at home with their kids on time, and they're not so stressed because they have that extra help. And it's not even just, you know, a warm body there. It's somebody that's, you know, qualified and ready, and honestly, maybe in a good maybe even, you know, in the long run, a good friend for them. So, you know, when we're providing that service, they want to come back to us and use us because, you know, we've built that great relationship with them. And, you know, we found those people to come in there and help them out when they need it most. Yeah. It feels great, right? They always say that, you know, the more blessings you give and the more you give, the more you receive. And, Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's what I've heard all three. I know I felt that way in this job. And I feel like that's what I've heard from all three of you guys today in this role is that unified word helping other people whether it's a candidate client and when you do that successfully you're helping your coworkers, which also feels great you know because you get to celebrate with each other mm-hmm. on finding someone else that next career or finding someone a job you know where mm-hmm. they can put food on the table um so another interesting thing about all three of you guys is you didn't go to school to get a degree a bachelor's degree in recruiting <laughs> Right. There was no bachelor's, at least that I'm aware of. There wasn't when I was in school. I'm a little bit older than you, but I don't think y'all did. I mean, we've got a journalism major. We've got an ex-coach. We've got a teacher that was here. So you all fall into recruiting. And I think when we think about our audience that we're talking to, I mean, we're talking to people who are young in their career. Maybe they're just starting out. Maybe they're climbing. Maybe they're 20 years into the career. Last two weeks ago, we talked to a CFO who was 20 years into his career before he found this niche that he was fantastic at, a particular expertise that launched him further in his career. So when you think about falling into recruiting, um, how would you talk to people who are struggling with where they might wanna go in their career, whether it's from an education standpoint, or do I stay with this company? How do you relate to them, Mario? When I was at Angelo, um, the president there at the time, he, we would bring in recruits to talk to the president and, and whatnot. And he, may, he had a quote and he said, you know, there's no way to know if you've made a wrong or a right decision. But if you come to Angelo, we're going to help you make it the right decision. And I, and I like that quote because I think we all hit that point where it's like, what do I do? Do I go this route? Do I go that route? And sometimes we know we're in the right space. We just don't know what that niche is. And so if I had to give anybody advice on that, is you take wherever you're at, you take that, you find what makes you happy and you explore it and you move through it. Every job has things that we don't like. That's fine. It's okay, right? But if you can find what makes you happy within that job and you become good at it, and you start realizing this can now lead to the next thing or the next step in my career. So for me, it's find happiness in what you're doing and let it 
let it unfold. And then when you see an opportunity, take it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested in what Marcy, you have to say with that yeah. because you had a dramatic switch from being a teacher <laughs> to being in business development. Yeah. And so what advice would you give to someone looking to make a change in their career? Maybe it's not, I want to go from accounting or finance like I did to recruiting. Maybe it's not that dramatic or as dramatic as yours. Maybe it's just, do I change jobs? Do I go for that promotion? Yeah. How would you give them advice? Well, you know, I didn't, you know, just wake up one morning and be like, oh, I'm going to be a recruiter. You know, this is, this is my path. Like, yeah. so um, I really gave it a lot of thought. You know, I took some time and, you know, everyone has their own time frame that works best for them. Um, but really, I, I talked to a lot of my friends. I talked to a lot of my family. You know, I looked things up online. Uh, I read about it and just, you know, kind of talked to people and figured out, you know, well, I felt like I've outgrown where I am. You know, this isn't what I want to do anymore. And, you know, people are in it or people people that find themselves in that same position, you know, can understand how just, you know, connecting with people around you and, you know, honestly talking to strangers and be like, what do you do? Like find mm-hmm. about out about a new job. And that's kind of how I found out about this and looked more into it and, you know, talked to people, really put myself out there. You know, you kind of have to make yourself uncomfortable, I think, to, um, you know, if you're too comfortable, you're, you know, need to grow. You need that room. So, and I was too comfortable. And so I put myself out there and found this and, you know, I feel happy about it. I was confident in my decision and, you know, never looked back. Yeah. I love that. Y'all often heard me say, you got to get uncomfortable. If you're too comfortable, you're, you're stunting your growth. You've Mm -hmm. got to become uncomfortable and put yourself in that position. So I think that's great. And then Rebecca, you've been doing this for a long time now. You've Mm -hmm. talked with tons of candidates. You've talked with tons of clients you haven't made a job change. You've stuck no. that out here, but you've yeah. you've helped other people through that. And right. so what is the consistent advice that you've heard from talking to people? Well, I, 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 first and foremost, well, going off of what Mario said, just find something that you're passionate about. It's kind of like I changed, okay, I obviously did not change jobs, but I changed majors <laughs> in college. Um, and I was kind of, I was like, what am I passionate about? So just find something that you're passionate about. If you're not passionate about what you're doing, then obviously, you know, change that. Mm -hmm. Um, Life's too short to not, you know, I mean, it's okay to change your mind. It's Mm -hmm. completely fine to change your mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. And you find what you're passionate about. Right. And I think that's really important. And and sometimes it's not that obvious. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to search for a while and after Mm -hmm. a couple of years and talking to as many people as you can, and getting their advice, I think, is really good. And mm-hmm. for some reason, and I'd love to know the answer, what has kept you all here at Unity? So Marcy is the newest at Unity, but she's yeah. been here for a little bit. So what what is keeping you here at Unity? Um, I would say the, you know, the support I feel around me from, you know, you guys and um, everyone else you work with and just, you know, constantly feeling encouraged and like, like you are doing a good job because, you know, every job, uh, doesn't matter what it is. You have your hard days, you have your bad days, great days. So just, uh, even the highs and the lows that you have people there that are, you know, supporting you and helping you move along the way. So I would definitely, that's a feeling I felt instantly when I came here. So, and it's what drew me to it. I love that. Mm -hmm. Rebecca. I would agree with Marcy. It is the people, you know, that you work with and you help with, but, uh, specifically, uh, as far as Unity Search is concerned, I do like how we are so, you know, um, dedicated to improving. 
you know, with our book club that we have at Unity Search and, you know, um, personal growth. I think we kind of keep each other on our toes, um, you know, we're constantly helping each other improve. Yeah, absolutely. Mario? I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Man, it's, that's a tough question, right? Like it's, there's so many things that we can answer it so many ways. You build a lot of relationships that not only internally, but externally. So again, going back to the beginning, I started off recruiting mostly candidates. And then we transitioned over to the client side, but you just make relationships and you hang on to those. And before you know it, you're just involved in a day-to-day environment where you don't have cold calls and it's warm calls and you're just, you're happy. You know who you're talking to. You know who you're working with. You have a good culture. We, we have a good thing. And, he, and here's the thing too, right? We chat with people all the time. And when you're on the recruiting side, 70% of the calls you have, I would say, maybe even more, people are looking to leave their job. And, hey, there's no growth here. The culture here is not great. I'm working crazy hours. So every day you get a chance to see what else is out there with other companies. And you sit back and you become real thankful of like, man, this is a good environment. Like we have something special here. So I think understanding that as well helps to Mm me. Yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah. Get to see the other side. Yeah, (laughs) you do. You get to see the other side. And I think it's important to note that, you know, what you haven't heard them say is our environment's perfect. Like it's not perfect, but we strive for that. Right. Correct. And and in our environment, it's all we work with is people. Yeah, that's it. Like it is a client. It is a candidate. It is coworkers. It's just people all around. And we all come from different DNA and we all behave a little bit differently and it's finding that that togetherness and how to coordinate our efforts yeah. to help other people find their career. And we win as a team and we lose as a team. And those are certain things that I know that uh, both of our teams, we've got two different offices. So both of our offices at Unity Search have experienced is, man, we celebrate the wins. Yeah. And because when we celebrate the wins, what people don't know is when we celebrate those wins, we're celebrating the fact that we found another person a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're, we're celebrating, and they don't know that we're celebrating that, but we do it together and we celebrate each other. And I think that's so important because we may not be perfect at it, but we're striving for that perfection and, and we'll always be striving for that perfection, right? Mm-hmm. What, what do you wish, talking about, let's go back a little bit here. Um, Rebecca, we'll start with you. So knowing what you know now, about your career, how it's gone. What do you what do you wish you would have known or you would have done as your career first began when we when we recruited you from SMU <laughs> to come be a recruiter with us? Yeah. So I wish I would have asked more questions because I obviously coming straight out of college, I was I don't know, I was a little meek, little Rebecca, and I I was like, I don't want to annoy anybody with asking a bunch of questions or too many questions, but I think um, it's good to be vulnerable and just, you know, because when you're asking questions, you're like, I don't really, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know about this. Can you help me? Um, and asking for help, I think it's, there's strength in vulnerability. And so mm-hmm. whenever you, you know, ask more questions, then you, you know, you get the feel for, you know, I kind of wish I would have asked more, but I'm way more inquisitive now than I think I've ever been. So 
yeah. question a lot. But um, yeah. yeah, I think that's what I wish I knew. So you find your voice. Yes. <laughs> that's it, right? I mean, yeah. you want to find your voice, Mario? Well, I think that's like great for us to kind of dig in here a little bit. We, t- we always do reference checks with candidates, for candidates, I should say, right? And we always talk to hiring managers. And one of the things that they describe as a good employee or the perfect candidate they're looking for is we want them to ask questions, right? Earlier, we were talking about what advice could we give people earlier on in their career? Ask questions, right? These individuals were once in your shoes. And I think to kind of piggyback on you, for me, I, I, I feel like I should have asked more questions as well. Um, breaking back to your question, David, I guess, because I would imagine it was coming to me next. Um, I probably would have learned to be, I wish I could be a little bit more patient early on in my career. I think you just want to be in a situation where you're always growing. You're out to prove yourself, especially when you come in into, an, into a competitive environment. You want to show people that, hey, we have what it takes to be here. But success takes time. Being patient with yourself is something that continues to to this day. Now I have to remind myself, hey, be patient. It's okay. We're not going to reach our goals by Friday. We just got to get 1% closer. If we get there, we'll figure it out next week. Yeah. Yeah. I want to. So two things I want to pause on. Number one, asking the questions. I want to go back. Just so everybody's aware, when Rebecca says and Mario says, I should have asked more questions, it wasn't, man, if I would have known this about Unity, <laughs> I would not have gone there to work. <laughs> I, what I hope they're saying is, is I should ask more questions because I could learn faster and I wouldn't sit there just kind of twiddling my thumbs or wondering what to do. But, you know, part of every job is, is taking repetitions over and over and over again to perfect your craft. Yeah. And so I think that's what you mean right, by exactly. asking the questions. Exactly. What what you said, Mario, was um, being more patient, and and we see that on the candidate and the client side all the time. And it, it, that's such that's such great advice because sometimes people are wanting to make job moves because of one little thing that goes wrong, and they don't have the patience to see the other side of it. Right. Or a client wants to pull the trigger on a candidate and hire a candidate or not hire a candidate because of whether there's a sense of urgency or not a sense of urgency. And we have to find that balance. And I think it's important that people understand that. Would you agree? Yeah, I think for especially like in today's market, you really have to do your due diligence right on who you're bringing into those doors for us included, right, uh, as we grow. But yeah, I would probably say overall being patient helps in a lot of situations. Yeah. Yeah. Marcy? Um, I don't know. I think that um, just coming in and kind of having no fear, even if you are, <laughs> even if you are scared or even, you know, if you don't have that confidence in yourself, just, you know, go at it and try hard. And, you know, if you're kind of meek and like, you know, hold back, like, that's okay sometimes, but you kind of have to get over that, I think, to an extent. And you have to dive in and show that, you know, you're trying your hardest and you don't have fear even, you know, kind of going back to that, even if it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, put yourself out there and it will, you know, the more you're uncomfortable, the more comfortable it will become. So yeah. just once you get that, would be my advice. You know, yeah. You'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's taking action. action exactly. Right. 
So just be a person of action instead mm -hmm. of waiting for things. Yeah. It's your career. Yeah. Right. You're the one you, that change it. Exactly. You're the one at Unity or you're the one working wherever you're working right now. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't really matter the, the level of your career you're at at this moment. It's mm -hmm. it is your career. So take control of your career. Be vulnerable. Find your voice. Go speak to your manager. Be patient for the next opportunity. Or if you have been patient and you have done your research, look for that other opportunity that's better suited for you to get you to the goals that you have for yourself. Ultimately, it's your career, right? Mm -hmm. Mario, we were talking the other day about, um, you know, it's, it's what advice would you give young professionals yeah. uh, in, in the growth of their career to help them grow in their career? What advice would you give? I don't even know that is advice for just young professionals. I think just in general for anybody, even ourselves included. Sometimes when we're in, I shouldn't say sometimes, when we are in a growth part of our career and we want to get to that next level, it's very easy to identify barriers. I can't grow here. No one has ever been promoted here. Or this is just not where I want to be. We look for the easy way out. But a lot of times the opportunities are right there for us. We just have to open our eyes. So I was having a conversation with a candidate the other day and essentially he couldn't be in the leadership role. And I said, well, why not? Well, they're just not promoting. Well, have you talked to your manager about being promoted even without the title? He said, well, what do you mean? I said, it's simple. Is there something that you can manage? Is there a project? Is there something that needs to get done that is sitting in, you know, in the back burner because no one's getting to it. And he started listing off a couple of things. I was like, yeah, actually, we do have. Go manage that. Go get that experience. Go show them. I mean, you got to find work. You know, it's easy to say, no, it's just not going to happen here. Or, I don't know. It's just, you know, it's for someone else. Excuses are there. They're always going to be there. But if you're in that part of your life where you want to grow, find the growth. Find the opportunity. And once people start seeing that, then they'll start coming to you saying, hey, what do you think? And when people start asking you questions, that's when you realize, hey, I'm heading in the right direction. My opinion matters. But it's not just going to be given to you. You got to go and get it. So yeah. I guess a little bit of what both of y'all said, right? Yeah. Find your voice. Be proactive. Be fearless. And sometimes in our industry, or I shouldn't say our industry, but the industries that we work on, accounting, finance, tax, even IT, it can be easy to just kind of sit in the back and just say, you know, one day my shot will get here. Or I don't know, it's probably not for me. Get uncomfortable. Find mm -hmm. it. Go mm -hmm. get it. Yeah, that's really good. I like that. Marcy, what about you? What, would, what advice would you give to help professionals grow in their career? I mean, Mario really said um, it well, you know, just you know, making yourself uncomfortable, putting yourself out there, kind of like we talked about earlier. Um, you know, maybe you go ask, hey, what can I do? Like, you know, ask for those opportunities to get you ahead and, you know, look at, see what other people are doing around you. Go talk to somebody that is above you that once was in your position and say, hey, what did you do? What advice do you have for me? Or am I doing something wrong? Maybe look, look within, maybe you could improve. So mm -hmm. go seek that advice and go find it. Yeah. Rebecca. I would say that you should be okay with failure. Now, bear with me. <laughs> so I, I, I was, if I, whenever I was young, 
younger, I guess, six years ago, fresh out of college, I, I was so scared of failing and making mistakes, but I feel like I am so glad I made the mistakes that I made early on in my career. Cause obviously you live and you learn. You're mm-hmm. supposed, I mean, obviously if you don't live, uh, uh, learn from your mistakes or your failures, then it, yeah, obviously you're not going to grow as a person, but for the most part, yeah, it's good to make mistakes, obviously not on purpose, but you know, to yeah. work through, through those mistakes and learn kind of what went wrong, what went right and fixing them. Yeah. Yeah. A little, a little trick on Marcy. So something tactical that you can actually do on what she said is go find people that you think might be mentors or were in your career, uh, career path or position a few years ago. And just go look them up on LinkedIn. If you don't want to engage them, I would recommend just take the action and engage them. But if you don't want to just look at what their career path was on LinkedIn find that person, look them up and you can see what their career path is. And they're like, oh, they went here and then they did this and then they did this. And then you can emulate or mimic that or reach out and engage them in a conversation, which is what I would recommend. But at least you can see what other people have done, even if it's, man, I really love this career path. I'm going to look at their certifications and what did they do? I'm going to go look at their recommendations that they have given other people or that other people have given them. Right. And you you have a cheat code right there in front of you that is visible to see by utilizing LinkedIn. And I think the other thing that is so cool to hear, you can really tell that all three spend their day talking to our clients, because if you go back and you think about what some of our other clients have said, it's you need a volunteer. Volunteer for opportunities. Put yourself out there. Don't just sit back and wait for it to come to you. All of these things are things that you have heard in the last nine episodes. Our clients have said these exact same things. And I don't know, it'd be great if they watched all nine episodes, but (laughs) they're speaking the exact same things our leaders that we have interviewed here on this show have said. And so that's how important it is. And I just want to make sure that I'm pausing on that because that's an impactful point to make. So we're going to do a rapid fire session here because we are getting near the end of our time. So here's our rapid fire session. Marcy, I'm going to start with you. Okay. Okay. All right. (laughs) right. So, and there are three of them and we're going to go to you and then Mario and then Rebecca. So one thing you wish clients knew. Um, that if you're not going to offend us, if you don't like the candidate we sent, just let us know what was wrong or how we can improve. (laughs) Yeah. How we can improve. Yeah. Mario. (laughs) That was really good. (laughs) We love you. Uh, (laughs) man, that's tough. What do, um, that was a good one. You knocked it out the ballpark. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, rapid fire for me, you know, at least at Unity, we're working for, for you. Um, our team cares. We care. Sometimes we're limited by what the market has to offer, particularly if we're working on the, on the contract side, right? Mm-hmm. We're dealing with a much smaller pool of candidates. So I would say, you know, be patient. That's one thing. Uh, yeah, that's probably yeah. where I would leave it at. Yeah. Yeah. Rebecca? I would say... It would be learning the story behind the person, each candidate that you you get. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, obviously, skills like tangible skills are important for the job, but I also think knowing the story of mm-hmm. the person because we're working with humans. Yeah. So, like yeah. knowing the story behind kind of how they got to where they were. Yeah. I think that's important yeah. for culture yeah. or a culture fit too. So. 
Yeah, people are layers of onions, man. And yes. they go deep, so you got to start peeling them back. And our job as recruiters is to find out a little bit what's not on the piece of paper that is going to be impactful for that manager, right. Right? right? All right, next one. All right. One thing you wish candidates knew. Um, if we want to, you know, if we're going to help you the best, just you know, talk to us, be honest, be upfront, and, you know, just tell us everything then, so we can. Uh, you know, put everything that you have to out there, you know, yeah. for your client, make sure you are thorough with us. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure we know the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. yeah. We're here <laughs> to sure. help. Right. Yeah. We're here to help you not judge you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mario. I would say I want candidates to know, or I wish they would know that their resume is a living document. You know, if we want to apply for four different positions. We may have to alter that resume four different times. Right. So it's not something that Hey, it's set in stone. These are the commandments. No, we just, we got to take our time with it and understand that we're going to help you get there. Rebecca, one thing you wish candidates knew? I would say doing research before you interview for a company or look up who you're meeting with, the information about the company, what the company is going mm -hmm. through, you know, things mm -hmm. like that. Absolutely. Yeah. In other words, don't go to an interview with a publicly traded company and ask. So are y'all publicly traded or not? It's <laughs> yes. right there. You should know this, okay? Yeah. Um, and then Marcy, last one, rapid fire here. What is one thing you wish your coworkers knew? Because we are in such a tight knit environment, right? And mm -hmm. we win as a team, we lose as a team, we learn as a team. Sure. We talked about, you know, our coworkers and what it's like to work at Unity. So um, I wish they knew that um, I truly learn from them every day and that, you know, I kind of feel like this goes back to teaching, but, you know, somebody's always watching, like, <laughs> you know, we're yeah. watching and listening to you and, you know, learning from that, like, oh, wow, you know, Mario did that really good or Rebecca did that awesome. Um, and I want to take that and add it to my skill set so I can be better. That's great. Yeah. Mario? I would say that we all want the best for each other. Mm -hmm. We are in a competitive environment and sometimes it's not even the competition that gets to us. It's the pressure from, you know, whatever it is that we're working on at that time, whatever fire we're putting out. And it can be really easy to let the negative energy get to you. Right. So we want all we want everybody at Unity to succeed across all divisions, all levels, all positions. Yeah. Well said. Rebecca. I would say that their resiliency inspires me because the being able to bounce back from kind of a setback or a candidate not working out, a client not working out, things like that. I think that truly like makes me be like, okay, all right, we took an L. <laughs> I'm going I'm to get a W in the future. You know, it makes me feel like optimistic and, you know, it makes me, I don't know, like take it as a lesson and move on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to answer this real quick. Um, for clients, it's communication. For candidates, it's communication. And for our coworkers, man, it's more than communication. It's like, uh, man, I, I eat, sleep, breathe the success of our teams. And, and I may not show it every single day um, because just like all of us, I have faults as well. And um, but I, my business partners know this about me. I lose a ton of sleep thinking about the success of our people at Unity and it kills me. And I want everybody to find that success. I know what this career has done for me and I want to pay that forward and have this career do that for everybody at Unity and both of our offices.
and uh, yeah, that's what it that's what it means for my coworkers. Um, hey, listen, today was great. It was a little bit of a twist. I absolutely loved it. You know, Mario and Rebecca and Marcy are just fantastic, and they really want to help clients. I wish you knew they're good at their job. Um, I think everybody at Unity is good at their job. These three are really good at their job, but they're better people than they are recruiters. And so, you know, I just want to honor them by telling them thank you and our coworkers who are back at the office, telling them thank you for everything that they do for our company and for our clients and for our candidates. And for all of those out there listening to this edition of Unity Talks, I hope it was inspiring for you. Uh, that's truly what we intend to bring every single day. And I know I gained a lot of value out of talking to these three. And um, we hope that you come back next time. And with that, we'll see you down the road. If you're looking for the next step in your career or the missing piece for your team, Unity Search has you covered. Whether it's finance and accounting, tax services, information technology, or human resources, Unity Search is here for you with experienced and dedicated hiring professionals. Reach out today and take the next step. Unity Search, placing you first.